Good morning, everyone. I am the Reverend Dr. Eric Rice, and I am the pastor of the Trinity AME Zion Church, located at 6198 Dogwaller Road, Whitmire, South Carolina. We want to say good morning to you and to say to you that there is a word from the Lord this morning. Uh, we would have observed this morning Palm Sunday in our sanctuary, which commemorates the entrance of Jesus into Jerusalem. According to the Gospel of Matthew, the 21st chapter, verses 1 through 9, when palm branches were placed in his path before his arrest on Holy Thursday and his crucifixion on Good Friday, it thus marks the beginning of Holy Week the final week of Lent. We would have also participated in Holy Communion this morning, the Lord's Supper, understanding that we are saved by grace through faith apart from works and considering Jesus' words concerning the elements of communion. To be figurative, we focus on the beauty of the new covenant brought into effect by Jesus' blood. We often uh, remember his sacrifice for us, and we look forward to once again someday sharing the cup of Christ. Let's go to the sanctuary as we hear today's message. The song is entitled, Jesus is My Rock.
Amen. Jesus is my rock, my sword, and my shield. Amen. And it's good to have a God like that in times like these. Let us go to the gospel according to Luke, the 17th chapter, verse number 11. The gospel according to Luke, the 17th chapter, verse number 11. Before we read, let us pray. Lord, we thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you, God, for what you have done for us, to us, and through us at this point in our lives. Pray now, God, that you will bless us with this word that was inspired, O oh God, from a friend of mine. I pray now, O oh God, that we will uh, preach this word, Lord, as you have given it to us in our own way. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O oh Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. For it's in the name of Jesus we do pray. Amen. Amen. In the gospel, according to St. Luke, the 17th chapter, verse number 11, the Bible says, Now on this way, or on his way to Jerusalem, that Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into the village, ten men who had leprosy met him, and they stood at a distance. And called out to the Lord with a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go and show yourself to the priest. And they went, then they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, came back praising God in a loud voice. And he threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Rise and go. Your faith has made you well. Amen. The word of God for God's people. We want to use briefly this morning. We won't hold you long. Uh, for a thought or a theme or a subject in shouting distance of a cure for my disease. In shouting distance of a cure for my disease. In this particular chapter of the Gospel according to Luke, it is Luke's task here in the text to portray Jesus as a social activist who is concerned for the least, the lonely, and the left out. Luke suggests that Jesus was intentional in his concern for other folk, that he offered them salvation, although they were on the outside of the usual. Those who were not Jewish, they had access to God through Jesus, regardless of their social economic status. They were included in the kingdom agenda. Jesus shows his love to those who had sinned, who were considered to be publicans, even though society had cast them out because they were outside of the line. There were those who uh, felt like uh, people could not change their ways. Uh, people could not change from being uh, on the outside of Christianity uh, and to become into what we call saved. Uh, 
This story is only spoken in the gospel according to St. Luke. Jesus often visited those places where other folks stayed away from. There were 10 men in the text who were in quarantine. They were separated, just like some of us are or should be today. But in verse number 11, we see the blessing in the text. Here it is. It says that after a while that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem and he passed through a place called Samaria and Galilee. Jesus did not have to take this route, but he did it because he had a purpose. There were 10 men along this way that needed some help. And Jesus had the vaccine uh, and they didn't have to go to him to get the vaccine. In the text, we can see that Jesus actually came to them. And that's what I love about Jesus it, it is that you don't have to uh, go to him. He'll come to you. Jesus is a, is, a, is, a, is a busy man, as we all know, but he takes the time to visit those in need. Have you ever been cut off and God came to you even in uh, your corrupt condition? These men are sick and struggling with an incurable disease called leprosy. It was bad. It was it was terrible disease. It was so bad that uh, there was not a cure for the disease at that time. Uh, the body would rot from the inside out and it showed spots on the skin. And some suggested that it must have come from sin, uh, some type of sin uh, that these men had created. And people felt that God had placed it on them. Now, there are some instances in the Bible. In the book of Numbers, for instance, chapter 12, there's a story about a woman named Miriam who was given leprosy by God because the Bible says that she angered God. In 2 Kings, chapter 5, there's a servant by the name of Gehazi who got caught up in embezzlement and God took leprosy off of Naaman and put it on Gehazi. And in, in, in 2 Chronicles chapter uh, 20, uh, uh, 6, uh, verse 20, there's a king who's trying to be a preacher named Azariah, who wasn't called to preach. And the Bible says that God gave him leprosy right inside of the church. So here we are in Luke chapter 17, and Jesus shows up as a cure to a disease that God created. Listen. Every time you hear the name Jesus, you ought to get happy because Jesus has saved us from some of the wrath that God had planned to put on our lives. The Bible lets us know that Jesus was wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquity and that the chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are not healed. God took out the wrath of Jesus on Jesus for our sins on our behalf. When Jesus shows up, we automatically see uh, in this text the charity of his presence. Notice that Jesus comes close to them. He comes close to people he should not be close to, people who he should stay from because of their illness. But I realize in the text, the stuff that makes us stay away from Jesus makes Jesus come closer to us. His, his presence, church, is a gift. And, and, and you are lucky or you are privileged to have or to be able to call upon the name of Jesus. There may be some ungodly things 
going on in places that we uh, often visit. But God will sometimes show up in those places that he might draw us nigh unto him. Listen, church, his presence alone is an act of love. In verse number 13, there's a, a call for pity. They lifted up the voices and said to Jesus, they said, Master, have mercy on us. We all ought to be saying that this morning. We ought to just take a minute and say, Lord, have mercy on us. Now, if these 10 men have been away from everybody else in quarantine in the text at this time, I had to think in my mind, how did they really know that it was Jesus in their presence? Maybe they heard about him along the way from somebody else. Maybe they had recognized some of the disciples and realized that the other man that they did not know must have been Jesus. But however, ever, however, they figured out who uh, he was, they had enough sense to ask him to have mercy on them. We must understand that when we look at the text, Luke exposes to us their race or their ethnicity. He says there are nine Jews and one of them is a Samaritan who in the past, when you read the text or know your Bible history, uh, that these Jews and Samaritans did not get along. But look at what brought them together. It was sickness, just like this country that we live in today. Sickness always brings us together. Tragedy always brings us together. But when we look deeply at ourselves as a whole, as a community, uh, as, a, as a society, we will see and always realize and understand that somehow success divides us. But the real story is that success should not divide us. It should do the same thing that sickness does. It should bring us together. For we all have a common cause that we are working for, and that is to make it into heaven. Suffering, church, puts us on the same boat. Suffering causes us to call on God. In my life, I've seen folk with cancer, and cancer does not care what color you are. Cancer does not care about your financial stability. Cancer does not care who your mother and your father was. But when cancer shows up, it does what cancer do. I want to say to you today, don't let things, amen, come between you and the God that we serve. So we all need to look at each other today, right where we are. We ought to tell somebody next to us how much we love them. Not because there's a disease around called coronavirus, but because, amen, God is our God. And we must realize, church, that whenever we are in the presence of the Lord, that's a good time to cry out for mercy. Mercy has been known to lift us. Mercy has been known to lighten or to lessen our pain. And church, mercy will prolong our lives. For those of us in this world, whether in the country or overseas, we all need mercy at a time like this. Every morning I wake up, I realize that God has given me uh, mercy. And if I wake up in the morning, or if I don't, I know that God is still my God. Jesus says to the men, go show yourselves 
to the priest. Now, if he says, go show yourselves, that means that they were already clean. They just needed to follow the instructions of the Lord. As they went, I believe that the spots began to heal and their cleansing began to take place from the inside out. We must realize, church, that out of the 10 men that came back to give God, some, give Jesus the praise, the Bible says that some did come back. The Bible says that only one came back to give him thanks for what he had done. This world will see the hand of God. And after this is over, this coronavirus is over, somebody will call on God that have never called on him before. Church, I pray today that these 10 men who were healed, that, that only 10 of them uh, or 10% of them say thank you. I hope this does not reflect our church today. I hope out of our church members and out of our church community that more than 10% of us would really be able to give God praise even in times like this. I hope this does not reflect the number of people in our church that truly thank God for saving their souls. When God does anything for us, we should do everything in our power to tell the Lord, thank you. The cure for every disease is in your presence, church. And sometimes it can be right in shouting, shouting distance. Jesus says, rise, go your way. Your faith has made you whole. Not just healthy. He wasn't just healthy. I believe according to the text that his soul was also saved. My question for today is, are you healthy today? Are you whole? I want you to know this morning that Jesus is the cure. Hold on for a little while longer. Everything is going to be all right after a while. We pray that somebody heard the message today. Right in your homes, if you heard this message and there was a pricking of your heart and you feel something different has happened because of this word, you can give your life to the Lord right now. All you've got to do is uh, believe in him and, and trust in him and uh, turn your life over to him and confess with thy mouth and believe in thy heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. And the Bible declares that you shall be saved. I'm glad. I hope you enjoyed the message this morning. Until we meet again, we pray that you will do what needs to be done, that we might live another day to give God the praise and the worship that, you, that he so deserved. Happy Easter, church. We'll see you soon. Have a great day.